Hello and welcome to the March 2022 episode of the Presale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated where we talk about everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. I'm Ryan Lalonde and of course I'm joined by my partner who like the cherry blossoms at this time of the year brings a smile to your face upon arrival, the ever amazing Susanna Gonsalves. I don't, that, that's maybe the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. As we push towards spring, historically the busiest season of the year, Metro Vancouver housing market once again remaining very, very strong and yet we saw more typical home sale activity and promising increases to resale listings compared to this time last year. Now the biggest news in real estate as predicted was the Bank of Canada, the over night rate it's finally gone up 0.5% subtle first rate increase since the onset of COVID and also one of the first of potentially many to come over the coming years now the Bank of Canada is preparing to make further rate increases later this year we're going to continue to monitor and learn more now if you're new to the channel the pre-sale pulse is about recapping both the pre-sale and resale marketplace over the past 30 days we touch upon industry and market trends ensuring our subscribers feel like they have their fingers on the pulse and become real estate intelligent. If you're looking for market data, information on a specific marketplace or recommendations on product design, our internal MLA advisory team is active in all major markets across Canada, so reach out to us using the links below. Now in today's episode, we're gonna talk about what's in store for interest rates given the latest announcement from the Bank of Canada, what's driving inflation, and highlight some of the highly anticipated and upcoming pre-sale project launches. And of course, we'll take a close look at the active resale market. Let's jump into things with an overview of BC's economic outlook. Now the widely expected and much anticipated rate increase that Bank of Canada has been talking about. It's been setting expectations now for the last eight months. The overnight rate, it was increased, as I mentioned, 0.5%. This is expected to be the first of several gradual rate increases coming over the next few years. Now, in response, all charter banks have raised their prime lending rate to 2.70%. That's up slightly from 2.45% with other banks likely to follow. Now, this is going to directly impact lending capabilities, right, of our prospective home buyers. Now, if you're curious how much this is going to impact your mortgage. A useful rule of thumb to keep in mind is that the new rate will mean approximately, roughly, an increase of about $13 for every $100,000 of debt. So not nearly as substantial as what many are sharing. In its announcement, the Bank of Canada cited really strong Q4 economic growth. Now it's persistent inflation and uncertainty that's really stemming from our current geopolitical events. Ukraine as contributors to its decision to pull back its fiscal policy trigger. Now, in particular, economists are going to continually monitor these difficult events. Sanctions obviously having a huge impact across the globe on a variety of different nations. The conflict has really impacted the financial markets, commodity prices. However, we have not detected any significant shift in home demand at this price. That's a topic of conversation that we're that's routinely coming up in the boardroom. We're very happy to say that traffic and sales continue to still be strong. With war comes inflationary pressures as well. This has begun to pinch at the pump and in grocery store aisles that we can all feel it right now. Gas reaching 210 a liter in BC. And we're going to continue to really closely monitor the effects of interest rates and world events on the economy in the months to come. Now, on the topic of global events, as COVID cases finally tick down and Omicron slowly becomes to lose a little bit of ground, many aspects of the most recent wave of lockdowns and restrictions that were imposed in December are finally being lifted. Now, looking at our neighbors to the south, the vast majority of states in the U.S., have lifted all COVID mask restrictions, capacity and travel mandates. That's really good news, although I'm not certain that we're going to take our cues from what's happening south of the border. Now we can expect the lifting of restrictions will impact Canadian unemployment rates. 
which has seen a strong but uneven recovery. Unemployment in BC is now at 5.1%, dipping below the pre-pandemic levels for the first time since 2020. It's also one of the strongest numbers across the nation. We're going to dive into our pre-sale market data. In February, the pre-spring market is in full swing and last month did not disappoint. We saw 2,318 homes come to market in February, 59% of which absorbed within the month. This is incredibly active even for this time of year and we continue to see buyers move to pre-sale due to lack of inventory on the resale side. We saw several strong launches this past month, especially among towers that launched in Burnaby, including Solo District and Brentwood, now 87% sold of its inventory, and Artesia and Metrotown, which is about 50% sold. Um, Artesia's absorptions have been driven by smaller product, so they'll plug away at uh, the larger homes now, uh, but look to be in a great position long term. Thanks, Suze. Now, of the 18 projects that launched in February, seven were townhome projects. Now, People often forget that real estate development is slow to respond to trends in the market. It's very, very challenging. The cycles are so long. We're now beginning to see the projects that began their entitlement process at the onset of the pandemic, this is in 2020, come to market. And many of these homes embody just the harder working homes that we've been talking so much about on the pulse over the last 12 months. Design that incorporates additional utility, workstations, flex space, so on, creating this really unique and more dynamic space. And this is something that we're excited about. Talking to our sales teams, it's been incredible to see the interest that we've had in Baycrest West. This is just one example of those townhouse projects that are about to launch. A strong ratio of, of home buyer interest to units. 20 qualified home buyers for each home. This is a fair representation of the demand in general for townhousing. Our expectation is that project, like so many others in townhouses, uh, in a townhouse format is going to sell up very quickly. Yeah, so as we think about that and what's ahead in March and our early spring market, we're expecting 13 projects to launch in March, bringing just over 2,000 units to market, most of which are concrete apartments. There are several significant launches we're monitoring, including several in the Fraser Valley, both Prosper and Central Living in Central Surrey are starting suite selections this month. That market continues to run with values similar to West Coquitlam and higher than New Westminster, in part thanks to their compact nature. It'll be interesting to see with such huge gains in that concrete market where these projects end up leading at in that market in particular. Now let's get into some project highlights and start with one of our very own Frame by Peterson and Cormandel properties. Located off the corner of Kingsway and Earl Street, this project is well connected to transit within walking distance to 29th Ave Station and of course the Kingsway corridor connecting Metrotown to downtown. Its location across from a new community plaza where currently Purdy's Chocolates live provides a unique opportunity for those who want to be part of one of Vancouver's emerging cultural hubs. This is uh, a place with a lot of upside. Make sure you have registered to get more details as we are preparing to release inventory very, very soon. Next up, I think that we have to talk about Italia by Salterra Development. This is an interesting one. Just off West 6th, it's a project that lives and dies by its location. It's an 11-story offering. It's going to include 46 homes, so boutique in nature. Uh, we've seen an increase in market activity from this project, and with its PC at Seymour and Smythe Street, uh, nearing completion, it's almost done. I was trying to sneak my way in there the other day. Um, I think that we can expect some sales announcements to hit soon. We're expecting something around 1,950 to 2,000 square feet, uh, although it's very possible that those numbers could be significantly higher than that. 
Yeah, now let's talk about Seasons by Sightline Properties. This is Vancouver Westside Townhomes, located on the Camby Corridor. Seasons had its grand opening on March 5th and 6th. The project is blending at about $14.50 per square foot, and the project is now reporting 50% sold. Now, many homes come with rooftop patio patios, accessory closets, wet bar, and essentially an in-home gym setup uh, upgrade option that they're coining their wellness room. There are three to four bedroom townhomes ranging from 1,700 square feet to 2,200 square feet. Um, um, and with a lack of townhome product, um, they'll likely move through that last 50%, I think, of their inventory very, very quickly. Yeah, agreed. Um, that market is so tight for new homes. Lastly, let's touch on Lynx by Omicron and Lotus Capital. This project is located just off of East Broadway and Nanaimo Street. The project's blending at approximately 1170 price per square foot. It's received about 1,500 registrants, which is a really strong response. Prices started in the low 600,000s. Product is largely one bedroom and flex. No big surprise. The range, 550 to 730 square feet. So compact homes, compact pricing. Uh, I think the same story for the last 12 months. Anything in that range, it's going to do well. Now let's get into the resale metrics. It has been another busy month for realtors and buyers. There were just over 3,400 resale transactions in February, up almost 50% from last month, and placing us back to where we were essentially last summer and fall in terms of monthly sales. Now, although we had added, added inventory of 31% in February, which is terrific, um, all of that inventory has basically been swallowed up and sold already, including over a thousand single family homes last month. As we've been saying for some time now, demand can continues to outpace supply, and last month was no exception. In fact, last month we were almost 27% above the 10-year average. Yeah, we're still not seeing enough supply come onto the market uh, to meet the demand. We saw a single month HPI price increase of 4.6%. That's crazy, 5%. You're hearing me right, that's a 30-day uh, appreciation level. We continue to see these markets such as Whistler and Squamish and the Sunshine Coast even over that 5%, in some cases as high as 7%. And we saw single family homes in New West increase 10% and East Burnaby a staggering 8.5%. Now even apartments in East and South Burnaby, Coquitlam and Richmond saw over 5% one month price appreciation. These are some of the highest appreciating months that we've ever seen on record. So all of this activity is represented in the sales to listing ratios, of course, as always, anything above 20% is a seller's market. Sustained seller's markets will result in price appreciation. So these price changes um, are really no surprise, although they are quite staggering. What's a bit scary though, is that we haven't fully hit the spring market yet. So all these numbers will get even bigger in the months to come. Breaking it down, we saw 51% across all product types. That's 35% for single family and townhomes and apartments going neck and neck at about 64% and 62% respectively. Now, if you've been watching the MLA Intel videos, you'll know that we talked about apartments starting to really lead the market in terms of activity, given affordability and lack of townhome supply. So there isn't really a big surprise to see those numbers being um, so equally matched now, but doing it so early in the year was um, maybe even a little surprise to us. <laughs> I mean, it's this market right now is in such a unique point, right? We've seen a strong run in a very short period of time, and it feels like there's still a significant amount of wind behind us right now pushing us forward. But what is, I guess, encouraging is that we are continuing to hear um, that uh, that the understanding that supply really does need to come into in, into play um, is going to be addressed. And I think we're we're hearing that from the provincial level, um, wanting to try to make some some true change in place, whether it's through policy or legislature, uh, to try to get more supply into the market so that we can really help buyers. And that's well timed because we know that immigration is going to continue to be strong, and we also know that international travel is about to pick up as well. Yeah. Uh, especially now, I mean, we've got unlimited um, 
uh, openings for people from Ukraine right now on top of the immigration targets we had already set. So we need more housing. That's a great point, Suze. And from our perspective, you know, those families likely not choosing secondary markets like Summerland or Halifax or even Fort McMurray, right? They're going to be looking at metropolitan centers like Toronto and Vancouver. And with the existing housing challenges that we already have, it's hard to believe how this is going to improve uh, our situation that we're feeling all across Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that wraps up this episode of the Pre-Sale Pulse. And if you found some value in today's episode, hit that like button, share, comment, subscribe to our channel. This gives you first class access to the Newswire our daily roundup of the latest real estate news. Subscribers also get early access to the pre-sale pulse, market insights, and the latest projects breaking ground. Now, MLA Advisory will continue to play a significant role in every major market across Canada. So if you are in search of a market perspective or looking for a second opinion, contact us by visiting the links below. And lastly, we want to hear from you. So follow the links in the show notes to submit your questions or requests to speak about any trends or insights not mentioned in today's episode. We want to ensure that the pre-sale pulse is your preeminent source of real estate intelligence. Now from both Susanna and myself, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next month.